Hello, everybody. Uh, this is the Speaking for Him podcast, and we do have a very informative, hopefully slightly entertaining or more than slightly entertaining episode for you, as always. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to send my condolences out to the city of Orlando, Florida, in the wake of the terrorist attack that took place um, in the nightclub um, this past week. And my thoughts and prayers are with you guys, um, and I hope that we deal with um, this, this, this terrorist act in the way that we should. I hope that there's a full investigation and that uh, we take um, these terrorists more seriously. It's the only way to preserve freedom in America. With that being said, welcome to the Speaking for Him podcast. And happy Friday. It is, of course, another edition of the Speaking for Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you. And as I said in the open, um, we are mourning as a nation due to what happened um, in Orlando. I know because of the demographic of the people affected, you know, some people may have some what they feel is, is righteous indignation going on. But the first thing I want to say about that is that um, these are people, these are 49 people that lost their lives uh, due to a coward going in to where they were and taking their lives. And that is, first and foremost, the most important thing that we need to deal with as we talk about this crisis. And we will talk about it a little bit more as we move through this episode. But first, Adam has our quote of the day. This comes right out of the Bible from Philippians one twenty-seven. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. And Adam, the reason that I chose this one is because after we talk about some of the weightier matters, of things we're going to get into a bit of a speaking for him update and i just want to thank all those who have listened and supported this ministry over the past few years we've been in existence um it will be seven years this september and then we've been podcasting for four years as of october so there's some exciting milestones coming up for us um we'll be recording our 200th episode on july 12th and that will hopefully be a live simulcast if we can work out the details i know at one point we were really seriously talking about that and then um, i don't know we haven't communicated about it for a while so we'll have to see if that happens but even if it doesn't it will be posted on the second friday in august and so you can hear all that goodness then if you're interested in participating please let us know we'd love to either have you in the studio or you can send us a voicemail by going to our blog at speakingforhim.blogspot.com and just clicking on the microphone at the right-hand side of the page. And as long as your computer has a microphone, you can leave us a two-minute voicemail, which we can then play on that show. So go ahead and start leaving those now uh, so that I'm not uh, panicking and searching for content <laughs> on the last day, hoping that to get something together. No, it'll be a good show regardless of what people do, but we really do appreciate feedback, and so please um, go and do that. And again, that contact information will be repeated at the end of the show, and if you'd rather go the email route, you can do that as well. So we'll um, 
go from there. And I wanted to, I want to just uh, talk a little bit again about um, Orlando. First of all, as Adam and I were talking before we went on the air, uh, there's a lot of things at play here. You know, people are automatically gravitate toward we need stricter gun control laws, and you know, I I'm not against people evaluating the law and saying that these are the loopholes that need to be fixed. But if we think that uh, simply taking away people's guns are going to make people not have guns and not be able um, to, to pursue crimes this way, then we are dead wrong. Um, Because a lot of crimes are committed with illegal weapons. A lot of things that people do wrong are illegal. And they continue to do them. The fact that it becomes a law that that they can't does not automatically make it a deterrent. What we really need here in this country is a revival. We need to turn our hearts back to God. God said to Solomon when Solomon built the temple, and the people of Israel at the time that Solomon built the temple were in fellowship with God. And Solomon said, I know that we're human. And we may fall away from you, Lord. What do we do then? And God said, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Second Chronicles 7.14 And I just want to address in as generous a way as possible something that kind of bothers me coming out of this tragedy. And I, and I don't want this to sound insensitive. If it does, it's completely unintentional. Um, but, I, but I saw some of these temporary Facebook page pictures. You know, a lot of times when a tragedy happens, you can put up a temporary Facebook picture to show your support for the people in the tragedy. And there was one temporary picture that said, I, I stand with Orlando or I'm praying for Orlando, which I totally agree with. Um, but in the in the corner of it, it said, "I stand with Glad" or "I support Glad," which is um, one of the strongest um, uh, homosexual rights organizations in the country. And so I I kind of see a disconnect there uh, because I can't stand with Glad. I still believe, as I've stated several times on this show that God intends uh, for men and women to have intimate relationships within the bonds of marriage, and that is his, his guideline. That's the line that should not be crossed. Jesus said God created them male and female. And so as we reach out and support these people as humans, because they are, and they need to be treated with dignity, and their deaths are reprehensible, we also need to make sure that we are continuing to share the truth of God in love. Because here's what I see happening a lot of times in our culture, is that we say that we need to love others, and we do. But a lot of times that means that we stop t- telling the truth, that we tell people what they want to hear, that we become okay with what the popular culture is saying about an issue because we do not want to be offensive. And I think that's crossing a line that's very dangerous. 
We need to stand for the truth, and the truth will sometimes hurt. That's why Jesus got crucified. He didn't get crucified because he was just saying, everybody hold hands and sing kumbaya. No, he got crucified because he said, I am the way, there is no other way, and people took issue with that. That's what the Bible teaches. When the Bible teaches something, it's saying this is the way, the best way, the only way to live life. And so I think that until we get back to a moral standard, we're going to have problems like this again. I mean, we'll we'll always have problems like this, but we're going to see it continue to increase until we get people who are willing to take a stand and say we need a moral standard. And, I mean, that's the biggest thing is I don't see any moral standard in our country right now. I see people, everyone, I see like the book of Judges says, everyone doing what's right in their own eyes and telling other people not to tell them what to do. But see, God created us, so he has a mandate and a right to tell us what to do. Um, Adam, before we move on, do you have any thoughts? You honestly thought all the thoughts for me, really. <laughs> um you know, I'm I'm on the same page with a lot of that, and um, it's it's one of those things where I was calling it a, a sticky wicket because of all the factors that come into play with this one situation of of all the controversies and such going on right now. But you know, I think it goes back to, you know, I saw a lot of pictures that said, you know, love wins, to pray for the people that were killed and their families, and with it being a gay club, they were talking about the love wins with like the, you know, the gay flag and colors and stuff, and. You know, I think it always goes back to you know love, love the person, but not the sin. If we're just being honest, mm-hmm. and I think that's the best approach to this as, as Christians, because I I know it can be tough to be like I want to come beside you because you are brother and sister in Christ. God created you. Yeah. You're, you're still a creation of Him. So, um, and I think it's just sifting out that line uh, and just being reminded that you know still love that person. Obviously, don't be like, well, I know this is a hard time for you, so thumbs up to your actions. It's fine now because you're going through a hard time. You know, we still want to stay rooted in truth and in the Bible, like you said, because that's how it is. You go anywhere else, it's, it's just going to it's gonna falter. But just keeping that line through the situation of love the sinner or love – well, yeah, love the sinner, just not the sin because yeah. we're all sinners really. So, yeah, we are. Um, so I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it is tough. You know, there's certain pictures and stuff that were posted. There's one thing that even I thought – might rustle a couple of feathers with this, but you know, last time there was a terrorist attack, it was the American flag that was shown in a lot of places, and this time around, it was the, the the gay flag. And I realized it was a gay nightclub, but I'm like, if we're all really wanting to come together and unify in this, you would think it'd be the American flag. Yeah, yeah it would still be the American um, flag because predominant. I mean, first and foremost, uh, this attack was an attack on Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it now it is significant in the sense that uh, the Muslim faith. If you actually read the Quran, you find that they do believe, you know, if you're following it implicitly, they do believe in killing homosexuals. Uh, they don't have mercy for that kind of lifestyle. And so I think what a lot of Christians are trying to do, and I applaud them for it, is to show that they are indeed different. We don't go around saying, "You, I disagree with you, you should die. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we surrender the truth. And yeah. on that note, before we move past this issue, and, and we will, um, because I'm not going to belabor uh, this whole topic. But on that note, I just wanted to point out that the Sunday after the attack, 
uh, Chick-fil-A was open. Now, Chick-fil-A is never open on Sunday, but Chick-fil-A Orlando was open, not to the public, but they were open cooking chicken sandwiches in their kitchen and bringing them to the blood banks in Orlando for people that were giving blood to be able to eat chicken dinners. And so for anyone that thinks that all Chick-fil-A does is foster hate towards people they disagree with, I think that kind of proved otherwise. Now, there will be people that will still disagree. They'll say that it's pandering. But, you know, how can feeding someone be a bad thing? Right. Ever. So yeah. So, I don't, I don't really get that. And then I just see, you know, I just want to say a few words that we're, we're, we continue on a slippery slope. There are things that when I was a kid, I never thought we'd even be discussing in our popular culture. I mean, in the 70s, it was, should we have the right to kill our unborn children? In the teen, the 20 teens, it's who can marry. And now we're talking about issues about, um, you know, whether you should be able to, to live like the person you feel like, whether it's the gender you were born or not. I mean, these are things, and I'm trying to... to discuss this in a sensitive manner, but these are things that God laid out in his holy word thousands of years ago, and he's never changed his mind. All right, well, I'm going to move past those issues and move to some speaking for him specific stuff. And first of all, I want to say a thank you uh, to those who have donated um, to my van fund. For those who may not know, um, because they don't follow me relentlessly on Facebook and see my videos or whatever. Uh, my van was given a diagnosis within the last few weeks that it needs to be taken off the road as soon as possible. And that means that I need to get another van as soon as possible. So I'm in the process of raising money for a new van. You can send um, any donations that you feel led to, to the address on my website. I would I would really be encouraged by any donations you could give. Any amount helps. Don't feel like a little amount doesn't help because it does. Because every little amount helps out. And when I get that new van, you can truly know that you've had a tangible part of my ministry through that. And if you can't give financially, please pray. I mean, we, my dad continues to remind me over the last couple of weeks that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, um, so he can certainly spare a new minivan. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I have to believe that. Um, but just just pray that I'm able to get where I need to go um, until I get my van replaced. I'm speaking a, a lot this month, this month of June, and I'm very blessed by that. Uh, matter of fact, this coming Sunday, I will be at Take Hold Church in downtown Grand Rapids, We've had Shane Cox, the pastor of Take Hold, on our show before a couple of years ago. It's hard to believe that that we can look back in our archives a couple of years. After, I know. But, but <laughs> it is true. That Shelves are getting full. He was on a, a couple of years ago, and so you can go back to the archives and find that one. Um, and uh, so I'm very excited to be um, filling the pulpit for him. He's actually on vacation right now. Um, but... Uh, and and uh, I actually had the chance to recently um, speak at my aunt's church 
for a um, young at heart group and her pastor sat in on the message and he said he might call me uh, for pulpit supply when he goes on vacation. So that could be a good opportunity as well. So just continue to pray um, for opportunities that are potential and opportunities that are already scheduled that God would provide my transportation to get to and from those places. And I'm going out of state next month in July for one. So I'd really like to have the van stuff wrapped up by then. Um, so just um, keep me in your prayers. And as I said, if you can donate, uh, go to my website. All the information is at the end of the show. So just pay attention to that. And then Adam, we are approaching episode 200. We are only, we are only a few episodes away. Um, as of this recording, uh, or as of this podcast, I should say, we are seven episodes away from 200. Now, to put that into perspective, that is one afternoon of Netflix binging. We're that close. Seven uh, episodes away. And now we know some. Now we know a little bit more about Adam's Netflix habits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they were saying? Lucky number seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, well, it depends if you do the half hour shows or the hour shows, that, <laughs> because if it's an hour, then it's only like three Netflix shows, which, um, conservatively might not even be considered a binge, but we could, we could talk about this <laughs> off mic because I don't think people listen to the speaking room podcast to hear about how we view Netflix. So, uh, we will move on, but, uh, please, as I said earlier, um, get your feedback in for the 200th podcast. Um, you know, if I had uh, more feedback coming in, I may have done some polls about favorite episodes. But if you have any favorite episodes, make sure you include that in your feedback, either voicemail or email. It only takes a few minutes to interact with us, but it means so much. So I wanted to um, continue to put that out there. Um, and then just to wrap up this episode... I wanted to let you know, as I said, I'm speaking uh, a lot this June. Um, I already talked about being at Take Hold Church this Sunday, which is Father's Day. Um, so especially since we don't have a Father's Day episode, happy Father's Day to all yes. the fathers out there. And then um, on the 26th, I'll be at Camp Mishawana in Hastings, Michigan. And then I will be returning there on July 17th as well. And that one is not a paid um opportunity but i'm still looking forward to ministering uh to the people who are out there and camping in rvs on the weekends for the summer so i'm looking forward to that opportunity just pray as i said for our journey mercies because there's a lot of miles to put on a van especially when you're told not to drive it right. um so just keep that in mind and uh like i said uh keep praying for us as we gear up for episode 200 uh, we're very excited about this milestone. When I started this project, um, I never thought that I would reach a plateau like this. I don't know what I thought. Um, I just know that if it wasn't for Adam and for so many people that have helped and encouraged, I I would not have gone this far if it wasn't for the great interview subjects that we've had and just the topics that God has given us. We, we would not still be doing this, but because God is faithful and because he called me to this 
and he's leaving the door open. He has provided the shows that he's wanted us to do, and we're we're extremely grateful for that. We'll talk more uh, about that in a few weeks when we come to you with our 200th show, which we are very excited about. Adam, do you have any uh, closing thoughts as we wrap up this issues update? Um, just to continue to keep uh, the podcast in prayer, Andrew in prayer, of course, with uh, his traveling and to find a new van. We're going to claim it in Jesus' name that you're going to get one. It's going to happen. We know coming up that he uh, provides as he always does. And uh, just just to wrap things up, even for what we're talking about earlier from Orlando, is um, you know our hearts truly do go out to each and every person, regardless Absolutely. of what's going on in lifestyle wise. So um, please know that we bring up this stuff because we we love people. We want to love like Christ loves, and that's why we want what's best for somebody lifestyle wise and and just how we treat each other's wise. So know that our hearts are with the people in Orlando. We're not trying to nitpick people out. But we, we truly are keeping them in thoughts, and uh, we just ask for you to continue to pray for them because after situations, the first week is the shock, and that's when everyone's talking about it. But a month or, from now, four months from now, those mothers and fathers that lost their son or their daughter, uh, it's going to get even harder. So please, please, please keep them in your prayers as time goes on because they're going to need them. All right. Thank you very much, Adam. Um, we have some fun stuff coming up for you in the next few weeks leading up to the 200th. And so I hope that you'll continue to join us. I hope you'll be with us next week when we once again help you with um, uh, advice and help for the Christian life. Until then, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 